Hey, it's us, Nick and Keegs, your favorite Brooklyn blogger, bloggers. It's us, and it's this. Here's a podcast for you happy now. Your favorite local news, all news, public birth-focused podcast about everything and nothing. We're here to help you out with your worst dates, your most awkward parties. We're here, here to keep you informed. Gotta start over from the top. Just kidding, we don't do that here. We are the daily yeah. of weird news. So watch out, New York Times. You'll be hearing from our lawyers soon. Also, say thank you to us, because we're doing you a service. Also, on that note, we've been informed that we can no longer speak about eyeworms or we'll lose a few listeners, a.k.a. 25% of our base. Can't afford it. So congratulations, you're holding us hostage. Hope you're happy, you grovelers. We're also cutting down on music this episode because you and Nick didn't like it. We hope you're happy with this. This week's episode is brought to you by... Island Bubbles again. You heard it. Our fucking laundromat. Shaming us every goddamn day. They're frightening. Going every time, but we've got a little bit of... An update because guess who is a new Island Bubbles laundry card owner? How'd you get one? How does it feel? Not good. I want one. How does it feel? I'm like part of the neighborhood now. It would take away all of my anxiety of doing laundry. It is. This is a game changer, folks, because if you don't listen to this podcast, one, you're a fucking idiot. Fuck you. But also, thank you for listening to it now and please listen to it again. But we go to this laundromat where they just treat us like shit, like fucking idiots, yeah. where everything we do is an inconvenience to them. We're not we get, idiots. We get scoffed at. We might be idiots, but we're not such idiots that we deserve to be scoffed at every time we do our laundry. True. Sure, we could go somewhere else, but we're not quitters. And also, laundry's heavy. We're big guys. We don't want to carry our laundry blocks and blocks and blocks. But it's... Or get all, quarters the to thing use our is, basic it laundry. Also, the thing is that the problems that happen at Island Bubbles are all because we are not allowed to get laundry cards. How'd you get it? Broken. I got this because I literally walked in there and a bystander observed how fucking awkward it was yeah. for me to wait for Damn, the woman to, to come over to get her attention. She, they felt so bad for me. They were just like, I have four cards. You can have one of mine. That's fucked. Like they felt, it was. I was so pathetic that they were like, this kid needs my charity. Oh, like I, I looked like Bambi on ice so out there. So now you just put money on it and you're good you to go? Put money on it. Yeah, it's a little finicky. It's a little finicky, but you it's a game changer. Put cash in, yeah. But I mean, now I can never move. Like I'm now part of the neighborhood. Fuck, I'm so mad. Yeah, I want one so badly, wild. and I don't understand why they won't fix the it's, system. So it's everyone it's can get ridiculous. Them. She was also so displeased that I got it. Yeah, like the woman who runs this place was so upset. Where she was like, "Where'd you get that?" And I was like, "That nice old lady over there." And she was like, "That nice old lady, huh?" Yeah. Yes. Like this is in your best interest. Of, like, I do I, not understand why they don't want us to do our own. It thing. was in a completely different experience. You know what it was like. It was like going to a normal laundromat and not right. getting public. Like you just walked in and yeah, I did my laundry. It was remarkable. and then walked out. And I didn't have to speak to those to those ladies, those mean ladies who hate us. This is getting my blood boiling, and I'm now I'm super nervous. I have to go do laundry tonight, and I really don't want to because they're gonna fucking shame me. It's always a thing. I always lose money somehow. I hate it there. Yep. What's the theme? This theme this week is so mad. I'm so is mad. <laughs> getting put in a getting put in a corner, and it ties right into that ad read. Yeah, I'm for, in, for Island Bubbles I'm in a corner uh, laundry now. cards because you're in a corner, but we got put in a corner. And sometimes when you get put in a corner, you look so pathetic that old ladies give you their, like, expired laundry cards. Right. Which is probably a good segue into the Bloodbringers update. True. We got a rousing win. A victory. A, a statement victory for the club. Give us the rundown. Uh, I mean, I don't want to waste too much time with it because this is what we this is what we should have been doing the whole time. Right. If this was the team we lost for the first week, so the, the Bloodbringers Vengeance Tour starts now. Huge. For those of you huge. that, again, haven't been listening to the podcast up 
to this point. I own a Zog Sports sports team. I'm trying to go pro. Uh, we are terrible. So was it you guys ran more off ball screens and pick and roll? I was the best coach on the floor. I was the best player on the floor. What was your stat line? I will say worst foul shooting performance of my career, but yeah, we measure these stats in wins and losses, not foul shots made or missed. Absolutely. Moving on. Wins and losses. New York City takes a win. New York City takes a big win. It is the least surprising win of all time. New York City has won the dirtiest city in the United States of America. I can corroborate it every day I walk out. Yeah, I mean, and I am reminded that this is the dirtiest city it's in the America. It's the dirtiest. I mean, I don't think there is any... There's this whole numeric system. Like, New York scored 428 out of something. Yeah, for out this. of 429. Out of 429. And it just is... That's just purely arbitrary. I'll tell you my numerical system for how it works. Sure. It's how much garbage I see on the sidewalk yeah. every single day. Can you, can you Not qualify? just trash day. I think infinity was Every a single day... I see the sidewalk that we walk on from here to the subway is probably 40% covered in trash. It's, and the thing is, when you eventually realize, like, I think it's an unspoken part of your lease, of every lease of any apartment here. It's just like, you're going to be okay with this eventually. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just, I don't know. It's it's sad how accustomed we've grown to it of, like... It's super gross. I ate, I ate something off a sidewalk within my first three months living here. Did you really? Yeah. I dropped a, like, breakfast. I was really hungry. I dropped my half a breakfast sandwich thing around. I was, like, five-second rule. Yeah. And now I, I realize, like... There is not one inch of sidewalk. The things we've seen on the sidewalk. I've seen, I mean, shit of every species. Trash everywhere. Rats. We've seen carcasses. I mean, we walked, we stepped over a, a dead cat not that long ago. Like, oh, I remember that. Right. That was brutal. Yeah, it was brutal. I, I stepped on a dead rat the other day. I mean, there's just like, you realize that every inch of New York City sidewalk has at some point been touched by something that shouldn't touch anything. Like, now, there's no five-second rule here. As soon as you drop something on the sidewalk, I'm now like, oh, it's dead. Like, that's that's Chernobyl-grown vegetables. If you put New York City in a corner... Oh, we're going to come out on top. Coming out on top every time. Don't try to make us prove to you we're the dirtiest city. The thing I like about New York City is we're the bad guys. We're the bad guys. And the thing about New York City is people just don't know how to use dumpsters. Right. We have a dumpster outside of our house that is labeled. No one really understands the labels. Well, there's no label for garbage. Well, that's that's why. the thing. And instead of people, you'd think in any other city, someone would just put their shit in the wrong container, people just put it on the street. Yeah, that's that's just what we do here. Not like, just people, me. And I don't, me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I do that. And like, I don't blame them. You put a uh, dumpster on the street and someone will look at it and be like, okay, but if I put I put the trash in there, what is what is the sidewalk for? Right. The sidewalk so, isn't for walking, it's for trash. For trash. Yep. Speaking of trash. Netflix. Netflix does this fucking thing, side note, where they say that it's like a, they, it's a Netflix production. Yeah. And it's just not. And for the most part, it, I think we see it in terms of like Netflix finishing series of right. like, like Arrested Development, Peaky right, Blinders. right, like oh, yeah, yeah, this yeah, is the fourth yeah. season, and like good for them. Like I'm glad that that they do that for some shows. Mm-hmm. Um, but this, by all accounts, is like has been a full episode that is unchanged that is being put on Netflix. Oh yeah, they just buy them and say it's theirs. It's ridiculous, and I guess you get more publicity. But fuck this. This is basically a TV show that tries. They, it's like this elaborate, it's literally a, a, a dinner murder mystery. Right. But the person who's the subject of it is unaware. You have one person who's not aware that they're surrounded by 70 actors. They're brought in this situation. <coughs> they are basically, circumstances become more and more dire. Mm-hmm. I think it, like it's, it basically is like the premise of it is like you're covering up a murder. Right. Um, like, an, like a heart attack or something. So just a death. And it gets to the point where the circumstances are so dire, you're facing such terrible consequences for like the little tasks you've had to do that you're okay basically pushing someone off a roof. And it's this whole test of like, can we push people to the point where they would murder someone because of their circumstances? I think the worry is yes. 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 You could push people to do all sorts of crazy things. I think most of the murders shouldn't. I think most of the murders (laughs) that happen are people being put into circumstances where they there's no other way out. I feel like if you go down that thought experiment of like, what if we made people do crazy stuff on TV? Which is like, okay, yeah, you can do that on Vanderpump Rules and all sorts of shitty reality shows. 
But this is where it's like, all right, back off, people. People will do sick stuff. It, and you will ruin lives. Just we prove this is just no need to prove this. Yeah. This is no new information being put out there. It's like What do you gain from making someone push like that's, consider their fucking bloodlust? Right, right. Like Right. So that's the thing, is like all that this show is doing, because I'm we have proven so many times that like psychologically you can push someone past the point where they're okay to say they're gonna save themselves over someone else. Yeah. Like it's so dumb. And the thing is clearly there are some people who are going to murder someone when they're in that situation. Yeah. And there's someone who isn't. One of these characters is gonna say I'd rather face prison time than kill someone, and someone's gonna be unable to comprehend the consequences yeah. of Get killing someone up in something and, and, yeah. and murder someone. And all you're doing is pointing a finger and being like, Oh, that person would crumble under the pressure. That person would crumble under the and pressure. Then you live the rest of your life. You live the rest of your life being like, 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 like TV, I right. was made I was, I, I would I was have proven to be more. You're morally basically weak. being like, you can peer pressure me into killing someone. It's ridiculous. That shit. Corner. Hey, speaking of in a corner. Yeah. We put thing. NASA in a corner. We we did put NASA in a corner. I mean, okay. And NASA, put, their, NASA put NASA, themselves in a corner. NASA put themselves in a corner. But we also we jumped on the bandwagon. We said we're gonna hit mm, you while you're down. Mm, well, we we made the bandwagon. We made we, we are made the, the bandwagon. We are the bandwagon. But um, we hit them we when they right. were down. We did. Well, I mean, and we and they we, came out we were holding them accountable. This is so. This is not to say that getting put in a corner is a bad thing. Not necessarily. That's not the theme of this episode. I work best put in a corner. Right. You put me in a corner. I'm just a scrappy animal. Yeah. Blood I'm New York best City, corner. not winning dirtiest city. Exactly, you know? yeah, you're going to get you're dirty. Gonna, I'm going to get dirty. Yeah. Um, yeah, NASA took the, I think it was the farthest photos from Earth that have ever been taken. That's cool. Sure. I looked at the photos. Yeah, they're far. They're, uh, they're not really, they're like thermo images. Yeah, you can't really see it, but it's, yeah. I'm sure some scientist is like, literally is jerking off to them, being uh, yeah. like, this is the coolest thing that's ever happened. They don't look like much to me. But if you're going to be the best, you've got to be the best at the boring stuff as well. And so this might not be the most exciting thing, but NASA NASA did it. So congratulations. Yeah, I just agree that like you got to sweep all categories if you're NASA, right? Right. It's you, like, right. I want to know about you going to Jupiter, that's sweet. But totally. I also want to know that like, you're sweating the small stuff. Absolutely. Absolutely. And this is sweating the small stuff. And I want to bring the Russians into it, but like, no, we're on been the brink of space race too. Been a bad, if, yeah. if Russia had snapped the farthest photos, we would have been like, Fuck. how hard is this? Yeah. How hard is this to do? Just go a little further. Um, right. Yes. So NASA, fuck, fuck you. Congratulations. You did it. Yep. You're in the clear this week. Um, speaking of in the clear, two con men are not in the clear after they conned a 92-year-old woman who then found out she was being conned, turned the tables on them, basically tricked them into trying to con her again, and the snag police them. were... Snags them. Police got him. I love this story. Um, yeah, I mean, it just is, we, I don't think we talked about this story. I blogged one, I think, last week, but it was this old woman who uh, was like 89, very similar, you yeah. know, almost a nonagenarian, kind of looking at the end of days, shot a handgun at a bunch of kids who were like riding their motorcycles around their yard. Yeah. And they're just, obviously, we don't support shooting handguns at anybody, but there also was this this thing, this, this facet of it that is, you gotta be careful when you fuck people who are that old. Oh, because yeah. that's the type of thing where it's... It's like, all right, I've lived my life. It's been great. I have 90 years of memories. Here's this one thing that I'm going to focus all of my spite on. It's my right. one... Shooting like, the kids this is, were, yeah. You literally have one reason for living. Yeah. Like, honestly, most of your friends are probably dead. Probably. Right? You're, Sadly. You're, you're, it's very sad, but you're like your kids are grown. And it's like, all right, well, this is going to keep me occupied. So this goes for the woman with the handgun who's like, I'm going to shoot this handgun at these kids because like, what? I'm not. am I going to go to jail for this? Yeah. I'm 89 years old. Goes to the woman who's 92 who's like, well, I could either keep living my life because eh, I have better things to focus on than stinging these two con 
come in. Yeah. Or it's like, I'm 92, I don't have anything to do. Like, let's take these guys down. I love it. I just think any old person with agency story is like totally. a happy story. Totally. Oh, yeah. And you put them in a corner. It's yeah. like, well, what do you think she's the underdog. Happen? You're 100%. Underdog. People are... Con- also, fuck all those people who con old people. Seriously. It happens like my grandma got a call, and it's just yeah. like, it sucks. You're taking advantage of someone who just like is... Old. Yeah, old. And also, not totally like, with it. Yeah, either not totally with it or just like, you know, isn't <laughs> as savvy with things right. like... With, like technology. Technology. Right. And like, right. that's just such a shitty thing to do. It is such a shitty thing. I fucking hate with how, that. with how fast the, the world changes, it's really like, yeah. I don't know. Like, you maybe, can con me on the internet, you know? Like, oh, I'm, I'm sure I've been con several times. For sure, but at least like go, pick on someone your own size, I guess yeah. is what I mean. Totally. Like, I mean, it's a terrible look for these con men. You're just a, it's you're a, such a dick. You're such a dick. I mean, their brand is ruined. Right. Like, no one's truck, tricking these guys to con anyone anymore. I mean, it is a terrible... Right. Like, Catch so, Me If You Can comes out, and you're like, being a con right. man is cool. Conning the big guy is cool. Conning Don't the big con guys, the little no. guy. No, well, it's also like we talked about last week. Poachers, right? Yeah. If you're going to be a poacher... Fuck you. Fuck you, but be ready for an animal to fight back. Do us a favor. Do yourself a favor. Poach an animal that can hunt you back. True. Right? Yeah. Like, this is the equivalent. Poaching, calling a 92-year-old woman is not that. This is like a hunter getting killed by, like, a duckling. Yeah. You know? Like, that's, this is a poacher being killed by the dodo bird. Exactly. Like, like you, you, really? Like, this totally is, it's not like you're conning the, uh, Liam Neeson from Taken. Yeah. Where, like, we expected him. To it was like, sure, you had numbers on him, but it's acceptable that you got your ass beat. Right, he has a unique set of skills. He has a unique set of skills. Good luck. Yeah. This old woman is like... She has no unique set of skills. You, you are... One, you're an asshole. Yeah. Two, you're bad at conning people. Oh, yeah, you get you you got what you deserve. You got what you deserve, yeah. Speaking of getting what you deserve... Speaking of getting what you deserve... A, a beautiful <laughs> Italian family. Got one of their... Beautiful Italian Beautiful family. Italian family. Got one of their flip-flops stepped on on a cruise to Australia, and a 23-member Italian family started, like, a 10-day brawl on this cruise line that had families hiding in their rooms, locked doors. You had this Italian family apparently just prowling the hallways looking for any Australian oh, yeah. out there to fight uh security couldn't keep it under control there were no rules a land war in russia and you don't and you don't disrespect disrespect an italian family on a cruise my first thought is a 23 person italian family is the minimum yeah for an italian true i guess i guess this is i can name you 25 italian relatives i have on the one side yeah and i don't know any of their relation to me but i know if someone looked at me wrong on a cruise right like Marie, my grandpa's aunt, would go to fucking war. Yeah. It's just how it is. It's just how it is, right. Yeah. And it's and it's you know, we we've said a lot about we've spoken a lot about cruises on this pod. Not a place you'd want to be. Very dark ages esque. Yeah. And this just is the to furthers that point of like you step on a cruise, you're not only stepping onto a boat, you're stepping into like a time portal. Into to international the, waters. To like blood feuds. Like a yeah. time where blood feuds were the norm. Hell yeah. You know, family was everything. Like you can get sick. There's basically the bubonic plague. Yeah. Like this is what this is. This is Romeo and Juliet. Right. You, you know, of like Italians versus everybody. So you put a Italian family on a cruise, you put them in a corner, you step on their flip-flops, they're going to fight. This is my favorite story probably because it's not even a story. Right. This right. is a headline that right. transcends time transcends media like it's not just about the cruise it's not about this could be the 1790s right. something small happens to a large italian family and they freak out boom that's the history of italy history of italy speaking of the history of italy there's a movie coming out that is just about pandas it's called pandas and it's uh it's gonna be the best it's gonna be the best movie ever seen yeah if you don't like pandas fuck you yeah if you don't like pandas fuck you the, i was talking to people yesterday who were like i'm terrified of bears basically my point was you can't be terrified of bears truly terrified of bears because there's like the one species does. of bear that is bringing down the bear brand. They, like, they, they're big dogs. They could go extinct because they're too lazy to have sex. Right. 
That right. is like right, mwah. right. This movie is just YouTube clips of cute pandas, basically. Yeah. I'm in. I'll and there's a, there's a plot. There's a whole plot to it of like this whole story of trying. to... I think it basically is trying to train a panda to, to be fuck. like you have to fuck or else your species is gonna yeah. die out. We know you'd rather right. just eat bamboo and, and lays. That's just plot is just an excuse to have the movie made yeah. of like it sounds a lot better to go to an IMAX and be like, hey, I'm gonna go watch this this movie about this bear being like reacquainted with the wild as opposed to being like, hey, I'm gonna watch a uh, hundred and twenty minute. Like conglomeration of YouTube yeah, clips like, that's narr- narrated by Kristen Bell, which I mean, I would just I wish there was a setting where you could turn down narrator's voice, turn up panda sound effects because it's like Kristen Bell, you have a beautiful voice. Oh, she's you a, great. You have a lovely voice, but pandas. Pandas great. I'm so <laughs> in on this movie. Kristen Bell narrating yeah. any like cute animal yeah. thing. Get me there. That's, I'm waiting till you wait until you hear the, the the little squeaks that come on these guys. You're not gonna want to hear anybody any yeah. human voice. Speaking of human voices that I never want to hear, mm, yes. the Real Housewives of New York the got s- stuck on a boat. <laughs> the screaming, terrified, guttural yells. Oh, it's it's of, beautiful. Of eight spited housewives. Housewives. Real housewives. Real not housewives. Face housewives. Basically, fake housewives. Basically, these real housewives of New York are they're in Colombia. They're convinced by production to go on a boat. We've talked a lot about situations to keep yourself out of. This is one of them. Where if you see a boat that doesn't look very safe, you shouldn't get on it. This would be a prime example of that. Um, yep. The boat didn't look safe. The anchor wasn't functional. They had to cut the anchor to leave the dock, which I don't know if you know this, but cut anchor is, is kind of like the last thing you're supposed to do. It's like you the are last not good straw. If you're cutting your anchor. Right, that's the last straw on a boat. So when you're, you're doing that before you leave the dock, that's bad. Production was like, this will make great TV. They weren't wrong. Um, I can imagine it's great TV, but that is dangerous. It's dangerous. Oh, it's very dangerous. I mean, uh, basically, the boat caught fire. The crew wasn't equipped. I don't think the boat, the crew knew how to, how to sail it. They got in choppy water. Nothing was nailed down. So you got shit flying at the boat. The, all it. of these real housewives are getting seasick. So there's this giant fire on this boat. The boat is sinking. The housewives are screaming, vomiting everywhere. And Check it out. This is what happens. If your ratings are bad, if you put someone in a ratings corner... They're going to go wild. They are going to... Production is going to put the talent on a boat, throw them into a life-threatening circumstances, and make some great TV. Boom. Speaking of life-threatening TV, the Nigerian exam board lost $100,000, and this is getting a little convoluted, but basically they claim that a clerk claims that a snake came in and ate the money. Which is so funny. Yeah. In Nigeria, I assume that's the dog ate my homework situation. Yeah, I mean... But I don't think we're going too far out on the limb to say it's a lot more plausible, you know. Like yeah, if I went true. to school and was like, "Oh, sorry." I did a lot of snake snakes. Reading. Did a lot of snake reading, which is uh, pretty scary stuff. There yeah. are some fucking scary snakes in Africa. Oh yeah, I can. You imagine. know, and like the scary names too of like adder. You know, like yeah. snakes like adders and pit vipers and and, pit viper, and king cobra. King cobra. And, yeah, I mean those all sound other scary. Shit. Like those aren't even the scary ones. I'm forgetting the other ones, but it's they're very very scary snakes. And this apparently would fool me, but no one else. No one else is buying it. Just goes to show if you put the Nigerian exam board in a corner uh, or a snake in the corner, somebody's money's going to get eaten. Yeah. Apparently, allegedly. Also, how fucking scary does it have to be? Like, be the guy guarding the money, and all of a sudden, like, I'm imagining like a Voldemort level snake slithering in, right? Just like inhaling the money and right. leaving. Obviously, I'm, it's not what happened, but I'm, I'm psyched that we're, <laughs> yeah. we're, we're we're going with the route that this actually happened. No, oh, it would yeah, be fucking I'm terrifying. Gonna... It would be fucking terrifying. So scary. Because what if it did happen and that guy is just trying to convince people he didn't steal the money? Yeah. And right, no one and believes him. And there's like he's got these snakes right, out after snake him. Right, there's snakes just eating money. Yeah. There's snake eating, right. That's exactly, there's another put in the corner. If you put the poor security guard in a corner where yeah. it's like, protect the money or give the snake the money, he's going to give the snake the money. 
hundred percent. You give the snake whatever it wants. That's you give the, the snake a toe. That's the Keegan and Nick school of security guarding. Yeah, run <laughs> away. Run away. Give the snake what he wants. Speaking of run away, um, China the is British. not pleased because a Philadelphia man stole a terracotta warrior's thumb from a museum and is now looking at. I mean, I don't know if it's jail time or what. I mean, he better hope it's not jail time because that's terrible. I did the best thing is that. The fact that this happened in Philadelphia was at the very end of the article was very much in the fine print. Right. Whereas first was like, all right, if you're a museum and you put on an ugly sweater party where this this affront happened, you're an idiot. Where there's drinking, you're so and dumb. Yeah. There's nothing as ever good as happened in a museum with alcohol. No, never. Like we had a, something happen at our school where there was an alumni event People that were was like sliding down, having sex in exhibits, yeah, like sliding it, down it, a dinosaur's neck. Right. It's like, what did you think was going to happen? It's yeah. like this isn't a. So anyway, then to throw on top of it that it was in Philadelphia. If you're China, I just don't really know what you were thinking of. Like you send any nice thing, any object that has cultural value to the pit of American culture. Like, it's not going to come out unscathed. Yeah. And I think in Philadelphia, they're kind of, they just exist in a corner. Oh, yeah. They just, they live, they love it. I don't really get it's it. It's Rocky City. They, it's almost like they deny they, they any... a fake character who was in a corner. Right. They, they literally, he was in the red corner, yeah. you know, and it, the thing is that it's not only that, it's that they deny any chance to get out of the corner. Right. Of like, Philly doesn't have to be in the corner anymore. Philly does lots of good stuff Yeah, they now. just won the Super Bowl. They just won the Super Bowl. But still it's, underdogs. But still underdogs. Yeah. They just, they, they, they won't say no. So Philadelphia, always in a corner, doing ridiculous stuff. They'll steal a terracotta man's thumb yeah. and go to... Chinese Again, prison. it's like the Italian family fighting on a cruise. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, cool. You let a drunk guy in Philly go into an art museum? Right. Yeah. What'd you expect? Yeah, you have like, an art museum, gonna, like, you have an art museum in Philadelphia. No, he's going to fuck it up. He's going to He's gonna take it for himself. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of taking it for yourself, British KFC is taking it for themselves, and they are in deep trouble because they switched chicken suppliers, and that has backfired on them and basically led to this hiccup where they are missing a pretty important ingredient to fried chicken. 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 I don't know if you know this. One. You can't do this. You can't be a chicken restaurant and run out of chicken. You have to do anything possible to serve customers. Right. You you can buy chicken from your competitors and refry it. They're the biggest fast food. You chain can in the buy world, chicken. Right? Yeah, I think so. I think they're, yeah, they're everywhere. One. They're yeah. all over. The other part of this is I can't think of a worse country for KFC to run out of chicken in than Britain. It's a little known fact. Yeah, they love it. British people love KFC. It's because they love greasy food. Yeah. Okay. You said it. I mean. I'm, I'm not there. saying like a lot of we love greasy. Sure, food. We I'm do. talking about the U.S. Like sure. we're disgusting. Sure, we're obese as hell. Yeah, but British yeah, people like I don't know. There's just a lot of like fatty, greasy stuff. Not a ton of veggies. Yeah. historically in that diet. Right. right. I mean, I think it and is. And you give them Southern cooking, quote it's, unquote. It's, they're gonna go wild. It Everyone speaks, goes wild. Speaks to the absence of like a national dish. Hundred percent. That's the thing. That it's isn't like, like you know bangers right. and mash. Right. And like I don't know. I feel like in the U.S. it's different because a lot of people here make fried chicken. Right, like, it's like they a, have yeah. recipes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think anyone makes fried chicken in Britain. Totally it's just not. fish and chips, but instead of fish and chips, it's chicken it's and chicken. chips. This is like a national tragedy for them. Right. So they're in deep shit. You put Britain in a corner, who knows what's gonna happen? You you lose all the chicken, they're gonna be they're gonna be pissed. And that actually transitions us directly into I'm thinking about roller skates. Yeah, what do you think about roller skates? Well, more skates? like roller blades. I saw a guy going down the city street the other day going probably what looked like 25 miles an hour on roller skates. Scary. In and out of the street and the sidewalk. You gotta be crazy to do that. So he's crazier than a biker and he's crazier than a skateboarder because like... I think that it speaks to something about living here where you have to just always be... It's Keegan's mom. It's my mom. Should we have her on? Sure, why not? Hi mom, welcome to Here's a Podcast. Are you happy now? With Nick and Keegan. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing really well. Hey, Deb. Hey, Nick. Mom, you want to actually make it 
making a podcast right now? Yeah, yeah, we are. It's fine. What's the first issue to my social security number? We haven't done this segment in a while. Oh, golly. Uh, and I should know this. That's what sucks. Eight. Boom. Bye, Thanks, Mom. Deb. It's eight, everyone. It's eight. It's not. It's not. It's not. You should, and that's sad. She should know that of all she people. She should know that. Um, speaking of uh, rational fear of the... It's your mom again. Hi, Mom. When we hang up on you, the, the show has to go on. Yeah, I get it. Are you sure it's not eight? Yes. <laughs> Bye, Mom. <laughs> speaking of rational fear of the week, is one day my mom won't know my social security number and I'll, my identity will be erased. Yep. Um, that seems like a fair rational fear. Right, that's fair rational it's fear. It's very rational. To be, to be totally honest, my rational fear is that I'm currently in a show where I'm slowly being convinced to murder you. Yep. Like the circum, the walls are closing in. I feel it. Do I feel, feel it happening. Are you, do you think you're going to kill me? Yeah, soon? I mean, maybe. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I mean, probably more likely than like when I was stress-free in college, I'm probably more likely to kill you. Yeah, definitely. You know, right? Like It could be a really long thing, like a Truman Show thing. Right. Like we, like, we had, over we the had course a lot of 10 support. years, we, we convinced him to murder Nick. Yeah. We had like a lot of support systems in yeah. college we don't have anymore. And like, I don't That's know. That's true. I, I can't really see it happening, but I could probably see it. I could see it happening. The world's really revolting. Right. Especially, I mean, like NBA playoffs, we're talking about LeBron James, like it could come, it could come to blood. Butterfly um, effect of the week. Butterfly effect of the week. KFC shortage turns Britain into a children of men ask universe. Yep. Um, where instead of there are there's infertility everywhere, no one can have babies anymore. There's just no KFC anymore, and like British society just collapses because what will what will be their staple food anymore? Uh, maybe it's just like all Greece foods are no longer available in Britain. Yeah, I can see like, that. And then suddenly they realize like there's no ag- agriculture. Um, at all. Right. And, we live on an island. We just right. Brexited, so right. there's like, we can't go right. get stuff from other people. Right. It's stuff we, yeah. our weather necessarily isn't great for growing anything. Or great or at all. Great at all. And the whole premise is that that's only a problem in Britain. Every other country is right. the same. Makes sense for me. Works for me. And transitions nicely into who's in the penalty box. Uh, Britain. Britain yeah. is in the it's penalty box. It's always either a British person or Yeah, it's Britain just like Britain. Country. A lot of shit is not going your way right now, and it's because of Britain. Like, Hate to say it again, Prince Harry. He's British. Yeah, he's very. He's extremely British. He's, say as, he's the most British. He's the most. He's as he's, British. Yeah, as you he go. was divinely appointed to be British. Yep. Um, England just lost a rugby game to yep. Scotland. That's a tough look. Little brother. Here's the one thing to know though that they're in the corner now. They're in the penalty corner. Let's see. Maybe they come out and win the World Cup or something crazy like That's that. That's true. That could be great. That could be great. But it's it's. Here's a tough... my prediction. England's going to win the World Cup. Here's a podcast. Are you happy now? Official World Cup prediction. England. England's going to win the World Cup. Quick question. Is England good at soccer anymore? I don't think so. Cool. All right. I'm in. Hey, but yeah, we're, we're all for it. Brings us into our thematic movie of the week. This is one we this is a little bit of a surprise. talked about before four times, but we're about to talk about it for a third time. It's 47, 47 meters, meters down. down. Mandy Boom. Moore. Mandy Moore. This movie is all corners. This movie is all corners. The best thing about this movie, it is the, the best thematic movie of the week that has no themes. Yeah. It has no themes, but maybe it has the most themes. Like, we've analyzed this movie more than I think people have analyzed, like, The Phantom Threat. And I'll say, this is a very straightforward movie. It's very straightforward. But we are getting into it. Right. We've got some, we got a lot of corners. Let's list the corners. Basically, Manny Moore's boyfriend puts her in a corner by saying she's not fun. She tries to commit suicide by shark cage. Yep. Shark cage in the corner. It's told by the boat, you gotta go downstairs into the water. It says I'm broken. They say, no, do it anyway. Do it anyway. Uh, uh, Mandy Moore's sister gets put in a corner because her sister's not fun. Yep. She then has to make dumb decisions of like, let's go on this black market shark caging 
shark shark diving cage boat in, do something super stupid with not enough oxygen. Shark, put in the corner. It's just trying to mind its own business, eating fish the way it's supposed to. Mm -hmm, Humans mm -hmm, coming mm -hmm. in, interrupting the natural habitat. Right, right. No, you can't throw humans or oxygen tanks in there. No. Very dangerous. Uh, Let the sharks demand back off. Manny Manny Moore's brain uh, without oxygen. Put in a corner. Um, put in a corner. She Worked starts perfectly. She starts hallucinating. Makes no sense because the hallucination is much scarier. Yeah, I would hope in like a near-death hallucination, I'd be like, things are getting better. Right. Coast Guard put in the corner. Mm -hmm. They don't get called until the mm -hmm. final minute. Mm -hmm. Come help these people. Right. They should have been called immediately. Right. right. So they can't do their job right. 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 They're set up to fail. No, no, they're set up to fail. Oxygen tank company. Um, you Suddenly, they're facing a fucking lawsuit. Because exactly. Because a bunch of dumb girls like... Got in a on a on a bunch boat. Of dumb girls. Bunch of dumb girls got in a boat that that shouldn't have been sailing. Real Housewives of New York went shark cage diving and ran out of oxygen. Yep. Boom. That's a it. A lot of corners. A lot of corners. Then. Great movie. movie. See it. Right. Speaking of corners, this room has a lot of corners, and it is time for room tone. And it's allowed day in New York City, and you can tell that from all the traffic outside. Yep. Very it's rainy. gross. It's rainy. It's very rainy. It's been rainy for gross. a full month. It's been a, it's been a gross episode. It's hey, been fine. Thanks for listening, though. Hey, it's been a great time. Thanks again. Hey, dude, just like every time you, you step up at the plate, you fucking do this with me. Yeah, high five. High five. Um, it's good to be here. Tough tough that my mom didn't know my social number, but you know, you win some, you lose a lot. Yep. This was here's a podcast. Are you happy now? Are you happy now? Nope. Are you? Mm, never. Hey, we'll see you next week. See you next week.